Bienvenida mi gente, ¿cómo están? ¿Cómo se encuentran? Muchas gracias por acompañarnos aquí en el Tomatodito Show. Welcome back everybody. Thank you for tuning in once again to the Tomatodito Show. And uh, I'm excited to dive in to today's episode so we could try to make some sense as to the excitement and the hype that's building uh, within the lightweight division in the UFC. The UFC's lightweight division has had a long, uh, storied past of, uh, both entertainment, providing entertainment to all of us and some of the top notch competition. We've had some of the most amazing fights, uh, that have taken place in that division. You've had the who's who of fighters that have either competed within that division, that have moved down from that division, that have come up from other weight divisions to compete in there and fighters that have moved up from that division to compete at welterweight or middleweight divisions. Uh, right now, with the recent announcement that took place um, in this past October at the com conclusion of the Khabib versus Justin Gagey matchup, uh, Khabib ends up shocking the world. Very emotional announcement that he makes at the conclusion of the fight uh, as he's uh, doing his post-fight interview inside the octagon uh, and ends up stepping away. He announces his retirement and steps away. Very emotional, of course, with the recent passing of his father. Um, it, it basically shook and sent waves throughout the lightweight division. It basically ended up sending uh, chum, just throwing blood into the waters and a shark infested waters at that. And you got all kinds of sharks just looking uh, to uh, make their claim and uh, and take their bite towards conquering that throne and being being the one, being the man, being the new king of that division. Uh, you have the who's who of contenders within that division right now, top-notch talent, and uh, and one addition to the UFC uh, in Michael Chandler, who ended up departing Bellator earlier this year after completing his contract uh, uh, upon... Uh, Uh, finishing up Benson Henderson. Uh, he ends up defeating Benson Henderson and begins to test the market. Everybody thought he was going to the one championship, which is the biggest promotion throughout Asia. And he ends up uh, coming over to the UFC. And upon those news happening, basically Dana White ended up telling the entire lightweight division, just step aside. Michael Chandler's walking through and ended up telling them to uh, make weight, get fight ready as he was going to be the alternate uh, in case Khabib and Justin Gagey, one of them failed to make weight. Then Michael Chandler was going to step in, took uh, the the trip to Fight Island over in, uh, in Abu Dhabi, and he was there. He made weight uh, like a true professional, and he was ready to step in. Luckily for us, we got to see Khabib make weight. Uh, we got to see Justin make weight, and we got to see that unification bout Justin bringing the, uh, the interim title and Khabib. Uh, obviously with the, with the main championship at that division, uh, he ends up making a short work of, uh, of Justin Gagey. Although Justin Gagey, I think if that fight would have gone an additional round, Justin Gagey was starting to do some real damage to Khabib's leg and, uh, and the fight possibly would have, uh, turned out a little bit differently. Nonetheless, Khabib basically turned the switch on, said, all right, I'm done playing and took the game to the ground and or the fight to the ground and ended, ended the night. Um, Khabib ends up retiring, ends up stepping away. Nonetheless, this is what we know to date. As of a few days ago, uh, Khabib ends up sending uh, this social media post uh, with just real brief. And he says, see you soon. And then at Dana White, right? He ends up sending this message towards Dana White. So 
Of course, a lot of speculation starts coming out, whether he's coming back. Did he really retire? Did he not mean it? Was he just, was he just, uh, emotional and ended up making the decision out of emotion, uh, and, and still high from the adrenaline or, or is he really going to take a different type of role within the UFC and steps away from the sport? We don't know. That tweet or that that message that he ended up sending, an uh, Instagram post that he ended up doing, that he ended up doing, uh, obviously started getting waves and traction. Nonetheless, the lightweight division is at an all-time high, and we have a bunch of names ready to fight. We know that Tony Ferguson have been has been exchanging barbs and comments and insults back and forth between him and Michael Chandler, who's the new addition to the to the UFC. Um, Michael Chandler's been looking to get in there with Justin Gagey, with Dustin Poirier, uh, even as far as calling out McGregor uh, and Tony Ferguson. He just wants to to prove himself, and uh, and, and he's ready to fight. He came ready to uh, to to get in there and show what he's got and what he's bringing to the table. That fight's not going to happen. Uh, Tony Ferguson is set to take on Charles Oliveira uh, at UFC 256. Coming up in December, uh, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier ends up, they end up signing their, the contract and they're going to have their long awaited rematch take place in January of 2021. Of course, that's putting McGregor at a full year layoff, right? It's pretty much a year earlier this year, I believe. Uh, the date was January 18th, uh, when he ended up fighting, uh, Cowboy. So this is going to be a full year layoff for Conor McGregor. Dustin Poirier also has had several months that he's been out of the, out of the octagon. Uh, that's the long awaited rematch and, and hopefully that, that takes place. Who does that leave? Uh, in in the in the realm of the lightweight division without opponents, Michael Chandler, of course, Justin Gagey coming off the loss to Khabib, he should be able to be ready within a few months and make his uh, make his run at the throne again. Um, you have you have Rafael dos Anjos who just uh, defeated Paul Felder. Paul Felder ends up renewing his contract with the UFC, so he's another live dog in that division. You have Dan Hooker, who still doesn't have an opponent and has been standing by. And then to close out the top ten in the uh, in the rankings for the UFC, you have Al Ayaquinta, you have Kevin Lee, you have uh, Diego Ferreira. Uh, so you have some really good, really good opponents there now. In my opinion, if you're trying to shoot Michael Chandler up the ranks, up the ladder, and get him as a stand-in uh, for the Khabib-Justin Gagey fight, the only fight that makes sense in my eyes right now being that Poirier and McGregor are tied up already in a contract, and they're set to fight. Ferguson already has an opponent, and Charles Oliveira, who's up in the ranks as well. Um, the only other opponent would be, in my eyes, it has to be one of three people, Justin Gagey, Rafael Dos Anjos or Dan Hooker. And if it was my matchmaking to take place, obviously Michael Chandler, Justin Gagey would have to be the ones to, uh, to, to fight next. And then I would want to see Rafael Dos Anjos and Dan Hooker. I think that would be two amazing fights and hopefully they get added for 257 or around those dates so we could actually see this lightweight division start clearing the waters a little bit and start figuring out who's going to be making the next run at that throne. Of course, with the recent message that Khabib sent, if he is to come back, you got yourself either Connor looking, if he, if he pulls off the victory against Dustin Poirier, he's looking for the rematch with Khabib. If Poirier ends up beating McGregor, I don't see him getting right back in there with Khabib or at least the UFC not lining him up with Khabib, not after that win. But 
they would probably line him up with the winner of Ferguson and Charles Oliveira. Or if we had another big setup like Michael Chandler and Justin Gagey, then the winner of the McGregor fight I would see going against uh, the winner of that fight. And of course, the ultimate winner facing uh, Khabib, getting the ultimate price of, uh, of stepping in the octagon with Khabib. Uh, so it's, it's just bloody waters, shark infested waters in that lightweight division right now, beyond exciting. And, uh, and it's been going on for the last, last couple years. And it seems like it's in an all time high right now. And, uh, and one where the light is shining really bright on the lightweight division in the UFC. So keep your eyes uh, open for that. Ferguson's up next uh, with um, with Charles Oliveira in the next few weeks. So that's the first one that's going to start um, uh, figuring out and uh, and and breaking up some of that some of that smoke, some of that cloud right now in the lightweight division. Whoever wins that, then we know that there's a live dog there for for another big name and lining himself back up uh, to get toward uh, to make a run at that throne. So keep your eyes uh, open on that. Thank you guys again for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk soon. Take care.